Welcome to Gospel Truth with Andrew Womack, a teaching ministry that focuses on God's unconditional love and grace. Jesus forgave us of all sin, past, present, and even future sin. The first time I realized that Jesus took the absolute penalty, punishment, all of it for my sins, that was freedom for me. And now, here's Andrew. Welcome to our Monday's broadcast of The Gospel Truth. Today I am continuing to teach on a series that I've entitled, Observing All Things. And this is what Jesus told us to do, is to teach people to observe all things that He's commanded us. And I've made a criticism of the church that we have basically not been preaching the whole counsel of God. We haven't been taking a stand on moral issues, on things like evolution versus creationism. Most ministers just stray away from this because the people who are claiming evolution claim to have the high ground that they are intellectuals. They know all of these things. It's scientific, and yet it violates the Word of God. So one of the things that I've been doing is bringing in some of these experts to talk about things that show that evolution is not fact. It is not proven. You will hear things like that, but it's not true. And one of the things that I'd like to share with you today is I did an interview with Dr. Carl Ball a couple of years ago, and he has a museum entitled the uh, Creation Evidence Museum in Glen Rose, Texas. And the reason he located it in Glen Rose, Texas is because he was an evolutionist and he believed in evolution, and yet he believed in God at the same time. And he just somehow or another thought that there was a disconnect and he was going by scientific data and uh, discounting what the Bible says, the obvious truth of a six-day creation, and he just was going with, uh, you know, quote-unquote science. And then he led a, uh, I don't know what the proper term for it is, but a dig, I guess, or some kind of an expedition where he was a teacher, and he took his pupils, and they went to Glen Rose, Texas, and as they excavated, they actually found dinosaur prints in the rock along with human footprints. I mean where a human footprint had been stepped over by a dinosaur. And when he saw this, it just blew his mind and it sent him back to the drawing board. And after he got through studying, he came to the conclusion that the evolutionary model is wrong. And there's a quote in here. I won't try and mention the name of the person, but one of the most famous evolutionists in a debate said that if you could ever put man and dinosaurs together at the same time, it would completely disprove evolution. Well, that's been done. And I want to show you this interview that I did with Dr. Ball. Now, this is a lengthy interview, and this is just a portion of it that you'll be seeing today, but it will actually show you a human footprint and a dinosaur footprint right together. They stepped on top of each other. And there are multiple of these uh, footprints in Glen Rose, Texas, but it's not limited to Glen Rose, Texas. They've also been found in other places. So I think that this will really bless you. And I tell you, the, the reason I'm doing this, the scripture to me is, is sufficient proof for creationism versus evolution. But for those of you who don't believe in the Bible uh, alone, or it's not the sole authority, and you think that there's these facts that prove that creationism is wrong and evolution is right, well then here is some of those facts that will prove evolution wrong, if you would open up your heart and listen to this. 
So I encourage you to watch this. At the end of our program, we're going to give you some information about how you can get these materials. And I encourage you to please call or write and get these materials today. I came to Glen Rose because of the human and dinosaur controversy. Mm -hmm. Built the museum because if man and dinosaur did live contemporaneously, the theory of evolution is bankrupt. This defines and illustrates creation, scientific creation, as well as biblical creation. This was discovered in the spring of uh, 2000. We excavated seven human footprints in that same vicinity. Here's the human footprint with a great toe, second, third, fourth, little toe. There's been compression in the human footprint because then the Acrocanthosaurus dinosaur stepped on and intruded into the human footprint, pushing some of the consolidated mud up into the human footprint. We ran this through spiral CAT scan at two professional facilities. The compression density is under the human footprint, under the compressed material, under and around the dinosaur footprint. That is genuine. Here we have man and dinosaur not only living at the same time, but interacting in this footprint. I want to know what the real facts were. That's the reason I established the museum. That's the reason I came to Glenrose. Well, let me go back to one of the points that you made. It, um, and I don't know if you can say this concisely or not, but the uh, Noah's flood is really the explanation for so much of the uh, stuff that the evolutionists say about dinosaurs. Yes. Because they believe that this happened millions and millions and millions of years ago. But you are saying that with the pre-flood conditions, yes. that animals, plants, like I saw in a previous video of yours, that you filtered the light and let only that one wavelength through and put a higher pressure, and plants would grow astronomically oh, yes. big. That's been demonstrated in the secular literature. Matter of fact, you've got a footprint right over here I'm looking at that, uh, tell, us, tell us about this footprint. Oh, and, yes. And, well, everything was larger in the past. In the pre-flood world, I wanted to know why dinosaurs got so big. I wanted to know why Lepidodendron, which is a lycopsid club moss, that today gets 16... Now, you say that again? Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, what was that? You're talking about a plant or oh, an okay. animal? A, a plant, Lepidodendron, the fossil Lepidodendron in the fossil record... Are you speaking English? Uh, yes. Okay. ...is a lycopsid club moss. We grow them today, but they get 16, 18 inches in height. But in the fossil record, they got up to 120 feet tall. Wow. How could things get so big? Everything was larger in the past. There are remnants well, the Bi of... the Bible even verifies this, talking about the giants. The there giants, were giants in the in earth the before the flood. And of course, Goliath, there's difference of opinion, but some people believe he's at least 9 foot 9 on up to 12, 13 foot tall. Let That's me, in the Bible. Let me tell you a story. We have a footprint. Now to the controversy at Glen Rose. That's what brought me here. Mm -hmm. I had heard and did not believe that uh, there were human footprints with dinosaur footprints. I still held to long age. So I came and directed that excavation. And my mentor said, all you have to do is excavate one original dinosaur footprint. Well, I assimilated the team. I did excavate that dinosaur footprint. But the team said, let's keep going. 
So we did. Over the course of four days, we had excavated, at that point, 19 dinosaur footprints. And you just found these in the rock uh, fossil layer along the uh, the Paluxy River. Paluxy River. Well, I knew where to Glen start. Glen Rose is where? Tell everybody where. Glen Rose is southwest of the Dallas-Fort Worth metroplex, about an hour and a half mm -hmm. southwest. And dinosaur footprints have been known, and there was a report that human footprints were among them, but I didn't believe it. Because, according to evolution, the last dinosaur died out 64 million years ago, and the first human didn't appear even in primitive form until two and a half million years ago. Oh, really? So and that's a variation of 60 plus million 60 years? 60 plus million years, and sophisticated man didn't appear until a few tens of thousands of years ago, according to evolution. And I held to that, even though I held to it in a creation sense, a progressive creation sense. But I was wrong. Like a theological evolution, that God well, caused it to happen over long periods of time. The theistic evolution, that God caused it, but He used evolution. But then there was another form of it that I had accepted at that point in time, and that was progressive creation. That God, and some people still hold to this, that God created each life form, but He did it over vast periods of time. Created a life form, He let uh, that settle in, and later He introduced another life form, let that settle in. And finally, He said, I've got this just right, so He created man. A and I held to that. But as we peeled back these layers of rock, and I delicately excavated through the clay, there was a human footprint 17 and a half inches from a dinosaur footprint. And that blew my mind. Now you discovered this or was yes. it all, had it already oh, no. been? I, you I, discovered, I discovered it. You unearthed it. Oh yes, and, and, and took the team and I they did most of the work, and I got the credit. You know, you know. You were the, leading the. Oh yes, yeah. and directing it, and, and they were very happy to be a part of it. They peeled back the limestone, and then I delicately excavated through the clay, to the next layer beneath, and then I continued the excavation, and there were four of these prints, and I called the press, and uh, I expected them to come down in a few days. They flew down by helicopter. The next morning, I went to the airport uh, to fly out of town. And the front page of the newspaper, uh, Fort Worth Star-Telegram said, track step on evolution, mm. front page. And they reported now, this. When, what was the date of this? That was uh, early April, uh, night, or late March, 1982. So uh, I had to accept it, but I didn't sleep for four days and nights because <laughs> It completely skewed my paradigm. It blew my mindset. Even though I was a creationist, I still held to the long ages. Mm -hmm. So we're back to the biblical record. And there were giants in the earth before the flood. We have a footprint from the Looters Formation. That's out in West Texas, north of Abilene. That's the Permian Basin. Mm -hmm. I got uh, relatives live out there. All right, and according to evolution, that hard sandstone of the Permian Basin is about 230 million years old. Well now, earlier I said on your program that according to evolution, man didn't appear 
until two and a half million years ago, even in primitive form and in sophisticated form, it didn't appear until a few tens of thousands of years ago, according to evolution. A footprint, in fact, a series of footprints, we have one of them. A footprint was found in that Permian rock. We took that to laboratories, two separate laboratories, and ran spiral CAT scan analysis, reading through the rock to determine if the print is genuine. You see, back during the Depression, at about the time I was born, uh, a man named George Adams verified the human footprints. They had been found by Charlie Moss in 1918 when he returned from World War I. Now this is out in West Texas, Permian no, Basis? back or, to Glenrose. So putting Glen these two stories together. Okay, gotcha. In Glenrose, the dinosaur footprints had been found and then the human footprints had been found by Charlie Moss. Now that was prior to your excavation. So had you heard of this? I had heard of it, but, but didn't, dis didn't believe it. You didn't believe I, it? I discounted Because it. it didn't fit your evolutionary model. No, it didn't. So a man named George Adams learned that he could cut human and dinosaur footprints out of the river and sell them for $200 during the Depression. <laughs> that was a lot of money. Yeah. Still is a lot of money. So he found another way to do it. He was good at what he did. Under a shade tree, he carved about half a dozen dinosaur footprints and two or three human footprints and sold them. And they were pretty good. But when a genuine dinosaur or human footprint is discovered, if you take that into the laboratory, the compression density made when that creature, man or dinosaur, stepped in the mud, the compression density creates uh, a a factor that it is, the lines are more dense mm -hmm. and it shows in the rock, they're compressed. Right. Not only under the print, but as the foot moves beside and ahead of the print. So we took one of his carved prints to the laboratory, no compression whatsoever. But everything I'm gonna show you with the footprints here, we've taken to the laboratory. Every one of these footprints has compression density under and to the side. They are genuine. We have a footprint from the Permian Basin that is 17 inches long. And when we first got it, I said, I'm going to take this to the laboratory, but it's not going to show any compression because I don't believe it's genuine. Mm -hmm. We took it to the laboratory, two of them. It is absolutely genuine. The compression is there. And isn't that too big? Well, there were giants in the earth, the Nephilim, mm -hmm. but then I remembered, back in about 1987, I was listening to CBS, National News. They said in Mozambique, the missionaries reported that a girl came out of the bush to get her shots. She's 13 years old, 10 feet, 4 inches tall. Wow. And you said Goliath was about nine and a half. I think you're right. Six cubits in a span. Mm -hmm. But... Uh, Here's this girl, 13 years old, 10 oh, feet, 4 inches tall. Her foot would be longer than 17 inches. You know, I was at a, a boxing match in Fort Worth when I was 18 years old, and there was a man down close to the ring who was bald-headed, and it looked like he was standing up the whole time. And I wondered, why is this guy standing? And then he stood up. He'd been sitting down. 
Oh my. And he was a giant. And I ran down and stood next to him, and he was called the Corn King Giant. I don't know if you ever heard of him here in the Dallas-Fort Worth area, I didn't. but there was a Corn King, some product, and and uh, he promoted their product. And I stood next to him, and my eyes came to his belt buckle. Oh he my. was nine foot nine inches tall. Nine. And nine. I stood next to that man. So I know that those things can happen. And I'm looking at this footprint right here. And even though most people would uh, say that that couldn't be true, you've had that uh, uh, scan on it. Oh, yes. And the compression is there. That is an accurate footprint. And let me just go back to one thing that we said at the very beginning of this, uh, that if man and dinosaurs were supposed to be separated by millions, over 60, over 60 or 2 64 million years. If they were supposed to be separate, what does that do to evolution if you can put a human footprint with a dinosaur footprint? I'm glad you asked that. <laughs> Dr. Ernst Mayer, considered the world's leading evolutionary biologist, Dr. Ernst Mayer of Harvard, said in a debate with Dr. Dwayne Gish, a leading creation scholar, uh, member of a Nobel laureate team. Dr. Ernst Mayer laughed in the debate and he said to Dr. Gish, the creationist, if your friends along the Paluxy can actually, Paluxy River, Glen Rose, Texas, that's where we are. That, that's the reason this museum, that's the reason I selected Glen Rose. Uh, the Dallas Times Herald a few years ago wrote a front page article stating, Glen Rose is the scientific battleground of the nation. Meaning that if we can literally prove that man and dinosaur lived at the same time, evolution is destroyed. So Dr. Ernst Mayer said in that debate, public debate, if your friends along the Biloxi River, Glen Rose, can actually prove that man and dinosaur lived contemporaneously, he said, Dr. Gish, that would devastate our entire theory of evolution. We would have to start all over again. Amen. And, and he admitted that. On today's program, Andrew interviewed Dr. Carl Baugh. For more information about Dr. Baugh and the Creation Evidence Museum, go to creationevidence.org. I'd like to invite you to join me on June the 5th and the 6th for our Truth and Liberty Coalition Conference. This is going to be specifically to motivate and equip people how to get involved in their political realm, in the government, and get make a difference, how to vote, how to motivate people to vote, to equip them, to give them tools. We've got James Robinson is going to be our speaker on Friday night. That's going to be powerful. And then we got a whole day Saturday of great speakers lined up, some practical things. We are specifically focusing on pastors, and I believe it's really going to be a powerful thing. So I encourage you to come join us on the 5th and the 6th of June for our Truth and Liberty Coalition Conference right here in Woodland Park. Before you were even formed in your mother's womb, God already had determined a purpose for your life, a God-given purpose. God has a purpose to train you in what you're called to do, and I tell you, Karis Bible College is the place for that. Man, if you want a life change, come to Karis. Come on to Karis! You need to take a step of faith 
and start believing God for something big. God made every one of you for something special. The next two to three years could be the most powerful time of your life. If you sit under the Word for four hours a day, for five days a week, for two or three years, I guarantee you, you are going to have God speak to you and start revealing purpose to you. We all have a purpose and a destiny, and you will find that out when you attend Karis Bible College. Every one of you were created for a purpose. Do you know what that purpose is? I'd like to encourage all of you parents to send your kids to our Kingdom Youth Conference on July the 10th through the 11th right here at our facilities at Karis Bible College. This is the second year that we've hosted this. And I tell you, last year we saw hundreds and hundreds of young people get their life just radically changed. I tell you, you need to become a force for good in your child's life. It's sometimes hard to do on your own. We're there to help you. So make sure that you send them on July the 10th through the 11th to Karis Bible College for our Kingdom Youth Conference. Throughout this series, Andrew mentions many statistics and scriptures with regard to creation versus evolution. These references, as well as others pertaining to abortion and homosexuality, have been compiled in the Observing All Things booklet, which is Andrew's free gift to you today when you write or call. I'd like to encourage you to get this material. You know, this is different than what I typically teach. I normally just teach straight from Scripture, but we've incorporated into this interviews with doctors who have all of these credentials that can speak to the subject of creationism in a way that I can't. We also have this little booklet that comes with it that has charts and graphs along with scriptures on social issues such as abortion, homosexuality, creationism. This is just, it's a different type of teaching than what I typically do, but it is very powerful. I really felt impressed that I needed to share this with people. These are hot issues that affect us today. So listen to our announcer as he gives you information and please get these products today. Andrew's complete teaching titled, Observing All Things, is available in either a CD or DVD album made from our daily television broadcast. Each of these valuable resources is available for a gift of any amount when you write or call. This entire series is also available for audio download absolutely free from our website. Go to awmi.net to see all the ways you can get this teaching. Jamie and I are here just to thank you so much for being partners with us. I tell you, we are reaching around the world. I remember when Jamie and I were it. I would run the sound while she was doing the praise and worship, and then she'd come back and run the sound while I was preaching. We did it all ourselves. Now we have so many people helping us, and it couldn't happen without you. It's very true. We're very thankful for our partners and what they're doing, and you're going around the world too, and everything that this Amen. ministry does. Amen. So we just wanted to say a special thank you and uh, we love you. And every good thing that is happening through this ministry, you're gonna share in every one of those rewards. So God bless you. Thank you for being a partner with us. You can become a Grace Partner or order resources through our website at awmi.net. 
While there, you can discover more product details and download additional free resources. Or call our helpline Monday through Friday from 4.30 a.m. to 9.30 p.m. Mountain Time at 719-635-1111. To write us, use the address on your screen. We appreciate your generosity and hope to hear from you today. The trajectory of your life is about to change. Forget what has gone on in the past. Forget all the zillions of people that you've had pray for you. Forget all of the doctor's reports that have come against you in the past. God has a future for your life and it's good. You have to say it. The power of God is voice activated. And you have to speak words. All pain Thank you, Jesus. gone now Thank you, Jesus. in Jesus' name. You say in the name of Jesus, I'm not going by what I see. I go by what the Word of God says. There's more than just this physical realm. There's also a spiritual realm. I don't care what this looks like. I know what God's Word says. I was told that my life would be one of pain and isolation and that freedom wasn't even to be hoped for. I was told I was always going to be in a wheelchair. I was given three months to live before total heart failure. Hi, I'm Julianne Hartman from Los Angeles, California and I was told that I would never recover from fibromyalgia. I was in and out of emergency rooms and spent over $300,000 searching for a cure to no avail. I was just about to give up when I discovered Andrew Womack on television. And Andrew showed me for the first time that by the stripes of Jesus, I was already healed. In a matter of weeks, I received my healing after listening to all of the teachings made available online. And today, 10 years later, I'm still walking in my healing and I'm not alone. I was healed of fibromyalgia and environmental illness. I was healed of Lyme disease. I was healed of lupus and heart failure. Because people like you partnered with Andrew Walmick Ministries, we've all been given our lives back. We cannot thank you enough for your generosity, but there are still millions more out there seeking the truth that set us free. Will you help us bring this message to them? You can reach people like me who are trapped in their home and not aware of the fullness of what the gospel says that we can be free from everything the enemy tried to put on us. I would not be here if it wasn't for this ministry and I just really encourage you to become a partner today. Why wouldn't you want to partner with Andrew Womack Ministries? Become a partner today. To help us set more people free, become a partner by visiting awmi.net slash give or call our helpline at 719-635-1111. We'd love to have you join us today. Welcome to the AWM Minute, a small glimpse on how your partnership with Andrew Womack Ministries and Karis Bible College is making a difference in every sphere of society. To help bring the gospel into the world of sports, Andrew has partnered with Super Bowl winning coach Tony Dungy and award winning sportscaster JB James Brown to create Beyond the Game. 
Through this GospelTruth.tv original production, we have given a platform for highly respected athletes, coaches, and chaplains to share their personal stories of how their faith in Jesus brought them through impossible odds to come out victorious. We want to give our audience a look inside these coaches, players, athletes, and show them what makes them tick. Thank you, friends and partners, for enabling us to share the gospel in a way the world has not yet seen. Check out Beyond the Game with Tony and JB. Visit gospeltruth.tv today.